BBC Listen. Hey, Carl, wanna play some soccer? Molly, let's play soccer. Yeah, kicked it to you, Carl. <sighs> got it. Kicking it back, Molly. Ah, kicked it over there. Ah, don't worry, I got it. This is an amazing rally. Oh, and what other reason would you ever have to play soccer? Or any sport for that matter? <laughs> no reason. What matters is that we kick the ball and feel great. Yeah! Sometimes you gotta kick the ball. Sometimes you gotta kick it well. Sometimes you kick it back and forth. Other times you kick it side to side All we do is kick the ball Because there is no scoring We didn't even set up goals It's actually really boring Today on Short and Curly It's soccer time, but not as you might know it It's a world without winning you can't win and you cannot lose It's a world without winning This game isn't interesting to view It's a world without winning I don't even want to watch this anymore Listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Short and Curly! Woo! It's a glorious day here at Short and Curly Stadium. Carl, we're in a park. Let's keep this rally going for hours. Awesome. And then let's run to the other end of the park at the exact same time so we can get there at the exact same time. <gasps> That's a great idea. You know what I love about playing soccer? Sure, it can be a bit boring sometimes, but there are no negative feelings. Ah, oh, you just kicked the ball in my face. Oh, I'm going to get an ice pack. Sorry. Okay, so there are some negative feelings, but mostly it's the best. Right, Matt? <sighs> Matt's our biggest fan, watching from the stadium stands. Oh, we're just in a park, Carl, and I actually just happened to be going for a walk and ran into you guys. How hard is it for me to enjoy a day off? Hey, listen, don't tell Molly and Carl, but I know all about the concept of winning and losing, and I know that you do too. So why don't I kick a little thinking question at you? You can pause the show to mull it over or even discuss it with the people around you. And my question for you is, can sport be fun and interesting even if there are no winners or losers? Hit pause now. While you're icing your mouth, you want to see me juggle the ball with my feet? Yeah. Ah, dropped it. Here we go. Yeah. Dropped it. <laughs> Here we go. 
That's great stuff, Molly. Oh, my mouth. Ah, uh, thanks. Duh. It's really not great stuff at all. She's really bad. And I wonder if that's because there's no pressure on her to get better at soccer. Because it's not like she needs to win or anything. What you're seeing happening here might seem really strange. A game like soccer being played without any teams or goals or actual competition at all. Why bother if there's no way of winning or losing? Call this the lefty steppy. First you kick it with your left, and then you step with your ah! Oh, that's my ankle. Oh no! Okay, I'll get another ice pack. In the real world that you and I live in, we often believe that something's only worth doing if it achieves something. We put a lot of value on success, whether that's good marks or being praised by our parents or. You guessed it, winning in a game of sport. Hey, Carl, grab two ice packs. I'm going to try a steppy righty now. Oh, that's going to end really badly. What was I saying? Oh, right. The tricky thing about wanting to achieve something all the time is that it sometimes means we don't focus on what we're actually doing and just enjoy it for what it is. Whoa, Molly, did you just do a flip and then headbutt the ball? <sighs> huh? Oh, yeah. I was sure I'd fall over and slam my face on the ground. Oh, she definitely would have. It's just that she kind of fell and hit the ball instead. Anyway, there are some good things about chasing achievement. Like that it's really, really motivating. When we want to win, whether that's a race or a competition or just to try to beat our own personal best time, We'll probably work harder and train harder. The goal can help us to grow. And that's something I've been wondering about. I wonder if Molly's growing right now, either as an athlete or as a person. Let's see what our Brains Trust thinks. I guess um, the competitive part uh, teaches you like it's not always gonna go your way. When they lose, they're gonna have to learn to like control themselves and not get really angry and stuff. My friend, he used to be very competitive and uh, he used to start like crying and shouting at people, whatever, like say we lost a goal or it was like in cricket, a dropped catch. I play netball and if all of a sudden just stopped scoring, it would be a bit different and a bit more tricky to track what's going on because if you're, there's no winning and losing, there's like no way to improve because you don't know what score it is so you don't know who's winning, who's losing and you can't work off what the other people do to improve and get better. I think you'll still push yourself but you won't actually push yourself. <laughs> When you play a team sport, it can make you feel like happy because you're like in a community or something and you're close to people. But then if there's no winning or losing, you'd just be like training. Like it would be good because you up your skill and it can help you in day-to-day -day life with the skills and strengths that you gain. It's good to have like uh, winning and losing because that like people try harder, people uh, learn how to deal with you know, not getting what you want, not having it your way. Carl Smith here, reporting live from the Carl vs Molly soccer game at Short and Curly Stadium. From the park? Also, you're supposed to be playing with me. 
Yeah, but my mouth still hurts. <clears throat> the energy is electric out here in the crowd. What a snooze fest. Okay, maybe not electric, but there is a crowd. Sure, there are a couple of people sitting nearby in the park. Why are we here? I'm so bored. You sit down and you enjoy some fresh air. <sighs> Go crowd. Hey, hey Carl, have you noticed what Molly's doing? It's amazing. Huh? Oh, you mean kicking? Kinda. She started to really focus on mastering it. Before, she could barely kick the ball straight, and now, look at the focus. Four in a row. I know I can do this. Just trust yourself, Molly. Yes! Whew, yeah, she really is determined. That's new. It's something called mastery. The satisfaction that comes with continually improving yourself and your ability to do things. And it's a really good example of how people can find meaning in all kinds of things, whether that's kicking a ball or polishing a mirror so that it sparkles perfectly, or finally mastering chopsticks on the piano. Um, chopsticks requires two fingers. It's hardly something to master. I have giant chipolata sausage fingers, okay? I can... I can never hit just one key at a time. Ah! Carl! Ice packs! Ice packs! Oh, what happened? The ball bounced off the post and hit me in the face again. Okay, I'll get him. Now, you listening at home might be wondering, why would anyone ever bother mastering a skill like kicking a ball unless it was to win a game? What's the point? And it's a fair question, but it's one we have to ask about sports that have winners and losers as well. Why would I want to win a game where I run around in matching clothes with other people just to kick a ball into a net? And one answer might be, we do it because we've decided that it's a meaningful and fun thing to do. There's nothing written in our DNA that says we have to play soccer. It's something that people enjoy doing because they decided to make it matter to them. And that might be the most amazing thing about sport, that we're able to create meaning out of nothing. Hey, Momo, I'm ready to play again. Kick me the ball. Were you going to get me an ice pack? Never mind. Yeah. Oh, kicking it back. And yeah. Whoa, that was a mighty kick. Oh, I know. Surely that was the biggest kick anyone's ever done in the whole history of soccer. <clears throat> what? It was good. It wasn't that good. I reckon I could kick it further. Oh, yeah? Prove it. All right, Matt, you have to judge. All right, Daniels, focus. Yeah! Yes! Mine definitely went further than that. Oh, dang it. Hmm. You know, it felt kind of nice to... What's the word? Do better at something than someone else? And it actually made me try really hard. Because I wanted to do better than you. It felt important. Woo! Yeah. Anyway, back to kicking the ball back and forth like normal sports people. No, 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 hang on. I want to do better at something than you. Wait, 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 wait. I have an idea. 
Hey, everyone in the park, watch this. See that blue esky there? I'm going to open the esky and let's see which one of us can get the ball inside. That will be the true test of kicking royalty. Ooh, okay. I'm a bit nervous with everyone watching. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Okay, my turn. Done. What a queen. I'm going to call that a goal. Good job, Momo. It's amazing the people caring and wanting me to be the best at stuff. It's making me better, stronger. Hey, Molly, what if we don't do that and just go back to good old-fashioned kicking? Remember the good old days? Of course I remember the good old days, Carl. And I hate them. Welcome to the future. Oh, Molly might be getting stronger, but I don't like all these eyes on me. I don't like the pressure of having to be the best. I don't want to play anymore. And there we have it. The invention of winning and losing. This might be a good moment for us to pause the show here for another thinking question. And the question is, when sport is done as a competition, does that ruin it for people who just want to have fun? Hit pause now. And here's what our brains trust had to say. That like you might get like a lot of angry comments from like your team, like, oh, why did you pass to this person? Or why did you, you try to score a goal where you were just there to have fun and to be active? If you're playing competitively for any sport and you're not as good at it as some other teammates, you could feel like you're letting your team down. So if there wasn't winning or losing, you could still feel like you're putting up, um, putting in enough effort and the same amount of effort and you're as good as the, everyone else. Playing some sports in general can, if you're like a hard time in life, like at a certain place, or if you're just wanting to like do something to get it off your mind, some sports can like help you just feel like you want to do it and you're like happy because you're playing it but the world has also kind of already started having no winning or losing with participation awards because to some it may comfort them and make them feel like good job you did well but for others it may they may not try their hardest check it out everyone i can run faster than carl too go molly She's really fast. Yeah, I'm just going to sit down for a bit. No, we have to keep playing and I have to keep being the best. Okay, but just a quick timeout so I can recover from the pressure of it all. (laughs) Oh, no. I haven't seen Carl that sad since, well, since yesterday when he saw a wilting flower. Matt, what is happening? It looks like Molly just invented competitive sport in this world that never had it before. Well, I don't like it. Oh, no, come on, Carl. You've just got to work harder. Let's play again. Nah, I don't want to. I just liked playing for fun, not as a competition. Boo, it's the competition that makes it fun. How am I going to prove how great I am now? 
You know what? I'll play against you, Molly. Ooh, okay. But watch out. I'm pretty epic at kicking really far after all that practice. I got this. Hey, you listening? Don't tell Molly, but I'm actually wearing these enormous steel-capped boots today, and they'll probably kick the ball all the way to Mars. Winner goes first. Thank you. Oh wow, that went about 30 meters. That's pretty good. Okay, now it's my turn. Here we go. Step back, everyone. Just a bit of space. Okay. And kick. What? Did you just kick that into space? Matt, you ruined it. Why did I ruin it? You mean because I kicked it further than you did? Well, yes. I liked being the best. Yeah, I get that. But maybe ask yourself why. Sometimes competition can trick us. It can make us think that because winning is better, then that means winners are better too. But if you think that winners are better, what does that mean if you don't win? We can get so obsessed with winning that we forget the more important parts of sport. You know, teamwork, meeting new people and pushing ourselves to be the best. I can do that while still being competitive. Sure, maybe, but maybe there's other people who don't find competition fun. And if you can't have fun unless there's a winner or a loser, you might find there are some people who just don't want to play with you anymore. It has for me. Sad, sad Carl. All right, sad Carl, that's enough rest for you. Back to it. (sighs) Fine. Okay. So while you had your time out, I changed the game a bit. There are now these little boxes on both ends of the grassy area. I call them goals, remember? And I try to get the ball into my box and you try to get the ball into yours. And here's the cool part. When you get the ball into your box, you get a point and you want to get as many points as possible. And then at the end, whoever has the most points gets the greatest prize of all. A big shiny cup I found. By George. She's invented real soccer. Or football, as most of the world calls it. Let's play. Love to watch you kick, Momo. Carl and Molly are kicking the ball, but there's more to the game than that. They want to get points, they want to be the best. Well, Molly does, Carl is sulking. Kick the ball into the goals. The players are getting sweaty. Whoever has more points today will dance in confetti. It's a game with winning You can win and you can lose It's a game with winning It's become like a normal sports game It's a game with winning I'm actually
My name is Carl Smith, and I came here today to play a humble game of soccer. The only way I knew how. Carefree with my buddy. Living, laughing, loving. But now my love of the game wanes. Do I even want to play? Hey, especially with Molay. Hey, who's gotten really well? Amazing. My heart, it breaks. Hey, my heart, it breaks. Come out. And that's it. That's all I've got. Mic drop. Oh, that was really sad. Carl? Yes? Are you okay? Yes. Did I maybe let things get a little out of hand then? Maybe I went too hard with the winning stuff? Yes. I'm sorry, buddy. How's about we go get some orange slices and talk things over? Yes! Carl Smith coming to you live for a post-game review. Joined, as always, by Molly Daniels. <laughs> Molly, a lot of big moments out there today. A lot indeed, Carl. Including some special contributions from our fans in the park, Eleanor, Alastair, Ursula and Craig. Absolutely. Saskia and Tilly also spent the afternoon in the park. It was great seeing them. And you know who is really proving themselves this season? The Brains Trust from Plenty Parklands Primary in Mill Park, Melbourne. That's Mara, Ronnie, Alana, Isaac and Adele. Oh, pocket rockets, aren't they, Carl? <laughs> they always give 110%. And we saw some real teamwork out there from our executive producer, Sophie Townsend. Not to mention producer, Kyla Slavin. Now, Carl, here's something. If you want to ponder more curly conundrums about sport, we have some really great episodes to help you do just that. <laughs> good point, good point. We've got, can competitive sport be truly fair? Yep, and uh, do athletes have to be role models too. It's exciting stuff, Molly. It's really exciting. It's something I'm excited about. All right. Exciting, Molly. This is Short and Curly signing off. Excitedly. ABC Listen. Hey, Carl. Speaking of worlds without things, could you imagine a world without dinosaurs? Uh, yeah, that, that's really easy. Look around, we don't have any dinosaurs on planet Earth anymore. You obviously haven't been to the Dino Dome. Uh, the what? Dino Dome. It's a rawsome place and podcast where prehistoric creatures come back from the past and go head-to-head in the greatest race of all time. Wait, so they just run around a dome? No, the landscape is always changing. It might be a desolate desert, a squelchy swamp, a modern metropolis. They've even raced through an abandoned amusement park. Whoa, dino-mite. Get it, Molly? Dino-mite? Yeah, I heard. <laughs> Sick one, Carl. Hear all the Mesozoic mayhem in Dino Dome on the ABC Kids Listen and ABC Listen apps. It's a podcast for kiddos aged three and up. Ooh.